Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, this is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got the Colts taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Anthony Richardson, not only is he going on IR, but they're talking about it's like a four to eight week potential injury. So it might be a long time before we see Richardson back this season. Chris gets his wish. He gets his Gardner Minshew, who he loves so dearly, playing for the Indianapolis Colts. I say that a bit facetiously. He was happy. Josh Downs is happy. Josh is very happy. Uh, yeah. And I'm actually, we're going to get, we're going to talk about that in just a second with the whole Pittman thing and Josh Downs. Uh, Jacksonville is favored by minus four in this game. Over under is at 45 and a half. Uh, Jacksonville beat the Colts by 10 earlier this season. That was in Indianapolis. This game, they're home. I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover here at minus four, coming off an impressive win against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I'm not starting Gardner Minshew for fantasy football purposes. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, though, I'm going to keep him inside my top 10. I know fantasy-wise, it hasn't been great for sure, but NFL-wise, he's been a good quarterback. 67% completion percentage. His yards per attempt have been about the same as last year uh right now he's only on pace for 17 touchdowns i think it's reasonable to expect that to change uh so everything i look at trevor lawrence i see i i see a buy low potential candidate depending upon what your quarterback situation is uh chris do you agree disagree i agree i think it's a a good buy low i'm not necessarily going to produce this week particularly um but because he hasn't been you know i hadn't quarterback one i think this entire season yet but no. I do think that one thing that you are looking for is kind of what happened last year. Trevor Lawrence went through his lull, then he hit his stride, and then he was awesome. Trevor Lawrence is streaky. I think you're kind of seeing a similar thing from this year. You're going to see he's going to kind of start off slow. If he hits his stride this week, I'm definitely going to get my hands on Lawrence. It doesn't have to have a blow-up game per se, but as you pointed out, Dan, he's playing well. The offense starts clicking more and more. Then you go to next week, you have to get your hands on Trevor Lawrence if you can because it's going to get out of control. Where like Joe Burrow changed you know, one week, I think Trevor Lawrence will – quickly change if he has another good game to start stringing them together. Yeah, sure. Uh, Chase, people are trying to figure out what the value on Jonathan Taylor is going to be. I do it in RB 27 this week. It's six box solar in the ECR right now. I never thought he'd get 10 snaps. And I think part of that is because Zach Moss did a Derrick Henry impression. And every time he touched the ball, he took it to the house. Uh, so I think part of it was just not foreseen. Uh, when it comes to Jonathan Taylor there with with, with what, what was going on again with, with Zach Moss. It's not a great matchup against Jacksonville. They have allowed the fifth least fantasy points to the running backs so far this season, and it's not going to be a full snap count yet. So I can't make Taylor a top 24 running back after what we saw last week. He's got to be an RB3 for me, uh, but I do expect his snap count to rise past 10, which is going to take away some volume from Zach Moss. So I have Zach Moss at RB29 as a result. I have them both RB3s, and it's just a very volatile situation as far as this week's concern of what volume you're really going to be able to expect. What's your take on the chase? 
No, I, I, I agree with you that, yeah, we're still not going to see the volume that, that we're accustomed to out of him. I think it's obviously going to be more than 10. I think that they've seen enough out of Zach Moss this season that they feel he's a usable piece and they, they feel that they they're comfortable with what he's given them, that they don't feel they have to rush Jonathan Taylor back. Now that was before they lost their starting quarterback who also runs the ball like nobody's business for possibly the next two months. Uh, but I, I have, I do have Jonathan Taylor in the top 24, just barely. I've got, I've still got him below ECR, but I've got him at 22 this week. I've only got Zach Moss at 25. I've got them much more pinched together than, than you do. Uh, I think well, that 27, we, 29, I got them. I'm, well, I'm, that's I'm, true. That's yeah. true. But I, I have them higher up. Higher, I think that they yeah. get more out of them. I think that they do start to, uh, to close that gap a little bit. And I think that just the talent wise, Jonathan Taylor, the touches that he gets as he gets more and more into game shape, I think it's, is, is just going to rise to the top. There's no way that he doesn't, close that gap. And so I, I see that starting this week. I think they're going to have to start leaning on that this week with, with their backup quarterback in there. No, so. I, that's a good take too. Like I said, Jacksonville it's the match. Because and it's a good match. It's a great matchup. It's a good matchup. It's a good matchup for a running back. No, well, it's, it's not match. a good, no, it's no, it's not a good match for a running, running back. But it's a matchup where you want to have Jonathan Taylor, as opposed to Zach Moss. I'm much more confident in Zach in Jonathan Taylor against that Jacksonville defense than I would be against Zach Moss in terms of what you're going to be able to get out of him. I just don't know that they want to give him those many, that many that I don't know that they want to give him that many snaps yet. Yeah. It's it's a very volatile situation. We know Taylor will take over at some point, but it might not be this week. So plan accordingly, depending upon what your record is and what you have available to you. Uh, Travis Etienne is definitely a top five running back. We'll keep continuing to play him. Christian Kirk got him as a top 24 wide receiver. Zay Jones knee issue. I think he might miss again this week. So that just plays a Christian Kirk playing in two receiver sets. So not only does he get targeted when he's in the slot, but now he's on the field more times than not. Chris, let's have the, the, uh, Michael Pittman, Josh Downs conversation. So I'm lower on than ECR when it comes to Pittman. I got him at 23. They got him at 17. Still him's low in wide receiver two. Still like Michael Pittman quite a bit. But we got a couple of things we got to tackle here. So Minshew, first of all, is it a positive or negative effect? Because you could make the argument that with Richardson, the offense overall was going to be in more scoring situations. But you could also make the argument that Minshew being a more pure passer is a better for the wide receiver. So what's your take there? I think it's better for them right now for the rest of the players production-wise for Minshew to be the quarterback. Richardson rushed for most of the touchdowns. That's basically what he did. The consistency was absolutely not there. What you had with some big games where it was a fourth-quarter comeback or a big play here, a big play there. It was hard for the ball. The receivers didn't get involved. Josh Downs in particular prefers Gardner Minshew where he saw a considerable target differential. And Michael Pittman basically might be the same in my book where he might have been in some weeks – higher Richardson as a quarterback because he can't make any other reads. But there's also so many poor throws that there was no consistency moving the ball and getting first downs consistently, where Minshew does help with that. I think you're going to see a lot more stats and numbers overall for some of these guys as a result of that. Yeah, I think that's basically where I fall to. I, I went back, I looked at Minshew so far this season and his target distribution between Michael Pittman and Josh Downs. It's 24 targets for Pittman, 22 targets for Josh Downs. So Downs, I have him at 39. I might be moving him up just to get him inside my top 36. I do think, especially half point, full point PPR, he should be considered a wide receiver three option with Gardner Minshew, especially in a game in which they could have to be coming back from behind. What do you got, Chase? 
to this point, they've uh, they've uh, they've essentially uh, attempted the exact same number of passes this season. Anthony Richardson's got 84 pass attempts this season. Gardner Minshew's got 83 pass attempts. Gardner Minshew's completing almost 70% of his passes. Anthony Richardson's completing less than 60%. So, I mean, the, the accuracy is going to be much higher right now under Gardner Minshew, you got to think. And so, like, to the point, that's got to be so much better for the guys around him and the guys catching passes from him just in terms of their ability to be able to, to do something with the football. They're actually going to have the football in their hands more. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Uh, Calvin Ridley, a borderline wide receiver one for me. High and wide receiver two. I got him at 13, a little ahead of the ECR at 16. Remember the Colts as a team he lit up in uh, week one. I just like both Jacksonville receivers this week. Yeah, well. I, yep. I, I do think there's a chance Trevor Lawrence could actually finish in the top 10 this week as a result of this because of the receiver matchups that he does have. Chris, what were you going to say? So let's look at the outside receivers. Think about what DeAndre Hopkins was able to do last yeah. week. Outside, outside corners for the Colts are terrible. Yeah, Whenever right. you have a matchup versus them, play the receiver one. That's terrible. Uh, Evan Ingram, top five, tight end for me as well. You guys got anything else in this game? Nope. Okay, let's go to our next.